Welcome to Season 6 of Retrain Your Brain, 10 minutes of practical personal development to help you reframe your thinking to be your best self. This season reflects on some of the frustrations which 2020 has brought to the fore, including cancel culture, lockdown fatigue, and fear of missing out. Looking at the common reactions, as well as how we could choose to respond moving to 2021. If we have freed our mind from the negative, we've got space to focus on what will enhance our lives. FOMO, or the fear of missing out, is a relatively new psychological phenomenon which really only entered research literature around 1996, the advent of social media. But the idea that being part of something is much more fundamental than that. And that is where the fear of missing out can be generated. As humans, we are naturally more comfortable when we're part of the group. Psychologist William Schultz also stated that inclusion is simply a fundamental human need. It is as essential to us as food and water is for survival. And through that, FOMO has been used as a highly successful sales technique as it's evolved over the years. For example, X is cool. Others have X. You want to be cool because the alternative being in the out group is unpleasant. So buy X now with a limited time only, best price of the first respondents. I'm doing this special deal for you. Being included makes us feel special. Being rejected really hurts. Unfortunately, FOMO can also lead us to some very strange behaviours. We may oust people who we see as not being part of our particular group, because otherwise we might fear that they're going to take our place if they are allowed to get any closer to the group that we intend to be in. But also, FOMO can occur when it comes to work groups, or social groups, especially with regards to media. Game of Thrones, Eurovision, normal people. Anything in the shared sphere also gives us something that we can all talk about. Not being able to join in means we feel left out. But with the last year of lockdown, a couple of things are happening. Well, first of all, when it comes to watching telly, Many of us have had the time to get up to date. But more interestingly, we may simply not be missing out. We may well be beginning to realise that some of the things that we feel we ought to talk about are really small talk. And what we had been missing out on prior to lockdown were things like milestones, which we can now see. For example, our children learning to walk. We are beginning to appreciate what we have, our homes, our gardens if we're lucky enough, and the people we love. We are less interested in celebrity or what might be going on in the broader side of social media, because really, unless they're giving us useful information, without the glamour of the studio, somehow everything seems so much more real. And we have real. And given that FOMO is also related to comparison, what are we actually comparing right now? The loungewear we've put on today? Our natural hair colours showing through? 
rather than using technology to show off what we have, we do tend to be using it a lot more to connect, to stay in touch, to really show our loved ones that we miss them. Another thing we're doing less is perhaps we don't have to do quite so much people pleasing or people presenting. In that, we don't actually need to show anything off right now, partly because sometimes it's in bad taste. But let's look at people pleasing first. A common behaviour in people pleasing is seeking validation, often through saying yes to everything. But right now, there's less to say yes to. And when it comes to how we present ourselves to the outside world, again, a lot of us are now focused on the depth and the connections and the things that we truly value. And they don't need shouting about on social media. Now, of course, we still have to wait and see whether this reduced sense of FOMO continues after lockdown. But certainly I would suggest the following things. Focus on who or what you love. And that doesn't simply mean use the gratitude journal. I think gratitude is wonderful and I'm always suggesting it. But I would also like you to think about savouring. When you capture yourself in that moment, which is beautiful and lovely, perhaps it's that first sip of a hot drink on a cold day or the crackle of the grass as you're walking on a frosty morning, really focus on it and enjoy it. And remember again, that sensation was just for you and you made yourself feel good simply by being you and recognising it. Revise your use of the VITALS acronym. Now, V in VITALS stands for values. They may well have changed over the lockdown. What do you value now? Write those things down and seek to live those values every single day. And yes, they may be new, but who's going to judge that change? Most of us haven't been seen in person for quite a while. I in VITAL stands for interests. What new interests do you have? And does that actually open some new doors for you? T stands for temperament. Having had this time to yourself, have you recognised that you have a preference for a calmer environment? Have you recognised you prefer to front load your day? What of those changes that you've been able to put in place, can you carry through as we emerge from lockdown? A is around the clock. Perhaps you've been able to regulate your sleep cycle. When you're working from home, for example, you can choose whether you're going to get up at five o'clock in the morning and do that work. For me, one of the things I had to think about was because my husband was working on shifts in order for his company to deal with health and safety regulations properly, I was either getting up very early or very late to get up with him. That wasn't suiting my time clock. I prefer to simply get up early and that's something I do, but we do set aside sometimes meal times usually to make sure we have time to sit down together. So work out what around the clock feelings suit you best when are you most energised and see if you can introduce that after we emerge. Life goals is the L of vitals. And with life goals, 
think about whether you've managed to achieve something that you didn't think you could, or alternatively, have you got some new goals now? Something I'd like you to do when it comes to working out what is meaningful in terms of those life goals is consider some achievements that you've had in the past. Don't think about them in terms of what other people said was great. Think about them in terms of what you recognised. One of the things that I would say was a life goal of mine, or at least a meaningful goal, was when I was very young and I was able to dive down into a swimming pool and pick up a brick. Now, this seems like something very small, but because I'm not that strong a swimmer, this took a lot of effort, took a lot of work. I recognise through doing the vitals exercise that actually what I value most of all is when I see people grow. It's not so much the outcome, but actually the process of realisation and of development that absolutely warms my heart. And strengths. Are there new strengths that you have discovered? Just as an example, what you might find when you're having to interact a lot more online. The whole dynamic is different. Because you're not in situ with other people, maybe your behaviours have changed slightly. Teacher friends of mine have recounted where students who perhaps play up for the benefit of their friends in the classroom are actually doing all the work and responding and interacting really well when the sessions have moved online. So if there are new strengths that you've developed, how are you going to carry them into that real world as soon as we can open our doors? When we can begin to realise that we actually have hugely abundant and fulfilling lives, we may also realise we're missing out less. And some of the things that we think we're missing out on perhaps aren't all that important, at least not to our lives after all. That's all for this session. For more practical tips, The Leader's Guide to Resilience is in bookshops now or try my free self-development tools, tips and guided meditations on my YouTube site, Dr. Audrey Tang or articles on my website, www.draudreyt.com. And remember, choose to be awesome because that's who you are.